Oh, and we're back again. Bigger Talks, Bigger Talks, IG Live edition. Financial Fridays. I think this is going to be a new topic. Uh, I think financial literacy is very, very important, people. We can talk about followers, talk about fame. You can talk about uh, being liked and loved. But we have to normalize a conversation around our financial matters and about money, um, as well as our mental health, because our emotional, our EQ, emotional intelligence is usually affected by our money and our mind. But I have a special guest today, Annalisa Moncal. She's a friend of mine. She's very intellectually sound in the financial sector. She's a financial advisor. And um, she actually helped me set up um, some retirement accounts a few years ago. And she's given me so much information, books, and knowledge on financial literacy. So uh, she's going to come on, I'm going to introduce her, and we're going to talk about money, you know, and investing, saving, and all these beautiful things. So thank you for joining us, and uh, it's going to be special. One second. Let's see. I'm going to invite her. Uh, let's see. I'm going to bring her to the live. Hey! Hey! How are you? I'm phenomenal. Happy Friday. Thank Happy you. Happy Friday. Thank you for joining me on Bigger Talks. Uh, Thank you I, for having I, me. Can you hear yeah, me so, okay? Yeah, everything's good. We're great. Wi-Fi yeah. sucks up we, here, but hey. It's all right. Okay. We, we, good. we prayed about this. <laughs> okay, but, good, 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 good. You know, everyone, you know, watching and listening, this is Annalisa. She's amazing. Um, financial advisor and expert so before we get started can you kind of give the people a little bit about what you do and what field of expertise from the financial space that you're in yes yes so basically what i do is i do retirement planning investment planning and business planning so okay. it's either with individuals or maybe you know companies and the beauty about my business now, or my company, I should say, so I was a financial advisor for a wealth management company for 12 years, right out of college, uh, right out of business school. And at that firm, I could only help the wealthy. Oh. Yeah. So you, all, you so, had to have $2 million to invest with me. So, so there's companies that are potentially out there just to help the wealthy. Yeah. So they're money, money management companies. That's what we did. We had a minimum of $2 million, And now I can help middle America. So basically, I don't have a minimum. So yeah. it's more rewarding. I love it. I've been here for about seven years now. So that's why I'm here. It. And it's, it's based on financial literacy. It's basically getting people educated and sharing information that's out there that I really didn't even know. I didn't even know it coming from the finance background. So, yeah. yes. And, you know, from, from a natural perspective, why do you think financial literacy uh, in a general space, why is it not uh, a number one thing we educate people on in schools mm -hmm. or a number one thing that we talk about as friends, acquaintance, family members? Why is that not like... Why is it such a touchy or taboo subject for some of us? You know, it, it starts with mindset. It starts okay. with mi mindset, how you grew up. You know, there's those phrases, money doesn't grow on trees. 
money is the root of all evil first yeah. you have to work on your mindset so a lot of people what is your relationship with money you know yeah. and money money is greedy you know you know like things like that you have to kind of ask yourself what is my relationship with money you know and also it's not in a lot of schools you know i don't have the statistics in front of me but we need financial literacy in high schools i think because the minute you get to college you're getting credit card companies reaching out to you then you're going to be in debt people don't know about this you know a lot of parents don't speak to their kids about money so there's a lot going on there you know and it's important because so you know two weeks ago i ended my savings challenge that i was pushing out for 10 weeks that. gonna yeah. save 25 dollars every week so you're gonna end up with 250 dollars right so 250 dollars is not a lot of money but this is the thing what i'm trying to get people to understand everybody wants the big bucks right mm -hmm. but we have to learn get to to build a habit to understand how to have a better rapport and relationship with money. Exactly. So, and I think what happens is people, they don't have no structure around money. They may have structure around work. They may have structure around their outfit, how they get dressed. They might have structure around their social media account, but we don't have structure around money. So say for instance, right? I have somebody, say for instance myself, say $250. And now I'm like, okay, what do I do with this money? Or what could I do with this money to get some type of return on the savings? Because, you know, it's, it's only $250, but I want to make some money off my money. What is the first thing a person should think about if they have some money saved and they want to put it to use? What should be the first rule of mind? Okay. So when you say put it to use, yeah. what do you mean by that? Like, I want, I want to invest my money in it with the intentions of potentially making some money off of it. It can right. be 5%, 10%, mm -hmm. 20%. I just want to have a vehicle that if I save this money or maybe, right. or maybe I should put it into a fund account and just save it for the year. I don't know. I'm just trying to give people information about, cause there's a lot of people who save money, mm -hmm. but it just sits in a bank account. Exactly. And it's not really making no interest. So from your side, what show a person, a middle, say a middle, middle American young guy, maybe he's 25, mm -hmm. you know, he's get, he makes $18 an hour and he has a little bit of money. He just want to put it to use. What okay. He Got it. Um, so what, one thing you have to think about is, so if you're saying a, a young guy, right. Um, so we want to make our money grow for us, right? We want yeah. our money to work for us. So what, what does that mean? One, we have to outpace inflation, mm. right? So okay. right now, inflation is, from the last time I saw it's almost 7%, right? Yeah. It's okay. at a high. It's, it's crazy right now. Look at gas prices. Look at everything that you used to buy. That's, it's gone up. Everything has gone up. Even, um, I don't know, like groceries, everything. You, everything has gone up. Gym memberships. I was just at a gym. I was like, oh, my God, it's, it's that much now um yeah. so it's inflation that's what you want to do you want to outpace inflation so what does that mean that means you have to put it in an account that's going to outpace so that means you're going to have to get a rate of return that's at least six to seven percent to outpace it okay right right so is that the bank no generally <laughs> <laughs> hold on not hold on, the bank hold on, hold on. Right? not the bank 
But we think we should put our money in the bank. Why well, should we put our okay, money in the bank? Okay, why? Why do you put your money in the bank? But because it's safe, right? Okay. okay. It's safe. That's the number one rule of thumb is it's safe. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what people mostly know. They don't know about other things. So it's really just they don't know. They don't okay. know. Right. They haven't sat down with a financial planner or a professional. And a lot of people don't do that because they think it costs money, right? But there are financial professionals like me, anyone in my company, we don't charge. Yeah. Oh. My okay. old firm, we did. You know, so it's just seeking information and we, we do financial literacy classes. Uh, so, you know, you just have to kind of get out there and, you know, I'll share my information later, but right. it, is, it is just because people don't know. I mean, right. the, the bank is, Hey, I have money in the bank. I'm not saying don't bank because the bank is, it's liquid. You need money. If you need money right away, you, you put in the bank, right? And you need an emergency fund at the bank. So any other investment is not going to be liquid. Uh, a lot of them are, but if you have access to the, you know, you have to have maybe six to, I recommend six months at least of savings for an emergency fund. Okay, six months of savings for emergency. At least. At you know, least. It depends on your, everyone is different. So six to 12 months, you know, I mean, look, the pandemic happened and a lot of people were unable to work, you know? So yeah. were you saved up for that, you know? So things happen. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, you know, take it back to the bank. So you, you said, yeah, we all have our money in some type of bank. Mm -hmm. But outside of the bank, if I have some some liquid, some cash that I want to kind of uh, invest somewhere, mm -hmm. with money that even it's secure or I know I can get some type of return on it. Right. Okay. So great question. If you're young, I mean, I assess this. I, I say, what's your risk tolerance? One, like, yes. are you comfortable losing money? Because a lot of investments are high risk, right? So you have your stocks, you have now crypto, you have EFTs. Those are high risk. Those are gambles because okay. you don't have guarantees on that. Then you have index accounts, which you do have guarantees on, right? So index accounts could be through a life insurance policy. It could be through a, an annuity. Um, but there are stipulations. There are, you know, there are certain things that you have to qualify for. Um, right. So what is an index account? Because, you know, at least where I was raised and born, words, you know, frighten some people. Right. They get because they don't understand the terminology. Right. Well, right. like we know the stock market where you can invest in stocks and mm -hmm. you know, stuff on a S&P 5,000 or 500, I believe. But what is a, what is a, what is an index uh, fund? Okay. So an index fund. Um, so I helped you with an index fund, right? Okay. Um, it can be through maybe a life insurance policy. It's called an index universal life. Right. That's what I got, right? You got right. that. Um, it's a permanent life insurance policy but it's also there's two parts of it there's there's almost like a savings plan in there that can grow and it's 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 guaranteed i mean there's no loss there won't be any loss for you it mirrors the market versus it plays in the market right so it's just mirroring the market and what i mean by that is that there's a floor so there's a floor meaning you're not going to lose any money and yeah. then there's a cap rate 
Meaning if the market goes up maybe 30%, you're, you're capped at maybe 15%. So okay. yeah, that's what an index account looks like. So, so that's if someone doesn't want any risk. Okay, so that's more like a neutral conservative, like that's more like there, yeah. no risk. You're conservative with your money. You don't want you don't want any loss. You don't want any loss. And it's also life insurance. It's also great because you have that life insurance aspect of it as well. And a lot of people, you know, we can get into this, you know, like an, at another time with more details on life insurance. But life insurance can act as a supplemental retirement plan as well. Well, let's talk about it now because that's what okay. I have with you. So okay, let's, yeah. let's unpack that. Like, okay. so to the people listening, so what about a life insurance policy that you can add supplement income? Can you break that down so people yes. understand? Yes. So, so a lot of people think life insurance is just if I die, I'm going to get money, right? Not the case. That's that's called term insurance. That's called term life insurance. There is a expiration date. So think of it as car insurance, right? Okay. It only is going to come into play for you if something happens, if you get in an accident. So right. with term insurance, it's only going to pay out if you die, right? Right. Okay. So that's term insurance. That's term. And there's a term. So it's either 10 years, 20 years, 25 to 30, right? Most people do term. I'll say that. Okay. A lot of people don't know about the other options and term is the, you know, when people think of life insurance, they think of that. But the uh, problem with that is, or I should say, you know, uh, an issue can come up is that you get it. Let's say you're, you know, how old are you, Eric? 34. 34, right? You do 30 years at the most. At 64, you're not going to have any life insurance, right? Right. So it expired and you paid all that money into a life insurance policy and you don't, and you outlived mm. and you outlived it. Right. Wow. Yeah. So from the last time I, I, I checked statistics show that only 2% of term life insurance policies get paid out because most, wow. people, most people outlive their insurance. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you spend all that money and then mm -hmm. you don't get nothing out of it. And it could have been like, let's say it was cheap. It was like $20, $50 a month, but still 50 times, 12 times, you know, how many years? Yes. It's money. Yeah. So um, then there's whole life insurance. There's index universal life insurance. So let's talk about index universal life because that's what you have. So index universal life is kind of um, like a hybrid right? So it has the permanent or the death benefit. So that's what your, whoever your family is going to get when, you know, something happens Yeah. and a savings plan it can be. So it's like two buckets, right? So yeah. depending on your age, depending on your health, you know, there's so many factors in it. The underwriting goes through, um, you're going to, your premium is going to go, some of it's going to go into the cost of insurance and the other is going to go into that other bucket, that savings bucket. And okay. in that, that's basically your cash, right? So that's like, it's called, you know, eventually you're going to have cash value. It's going to grow in the market, but it's going to mirror the market, like I said, because it's an indexed account. And yeah. you're going to be able to save money in there at a certain rate of return, right? And it's going to depend on the market, but it's not invested in the market if that makes sense so say for instance 
And I'm saying, because this year, you know, the market is a little off. Let's say we have a good year, right? And the market right. does really The market well. was great in 2020, right? Right. Just say it does well in right? And so how much more can I make off of if we do, if the market does well? Is it like 6%, 7%? How so does it that averages work? out. So every year, it's a, so keep in mind, it's a long-term plan, yeah. right? It's a long-term plan. You're not going to get, you're not going to make money next year, right? right. So you right. want to leave it in there for like at least 10 to 15 years if you're going to access that money. Um, yes. So through the years, it's going to average out. So 2020 was a great year. This year hasn't been great. It's going to like an average. But either or, I'm not going to lose no money that I'm giving to the to the market if it's if it goes low is what you're saying mm -hmm. like i'm not i'm not right. gonna lose out on you're always gonna have a that floor that i spoke about so yeah. even if the market crashes you're gonna still have what you have in there got it yeah okay so that's if the market goes that... up 50 percent though so this is yeah. what, what, what the cap rate is if it goes up 50 percent, you're not going to capture 50 you're going to capture the cap rate whatever that plan is like everything's different you know every plan is different um, so whatever so, you say your cap rate is within your plan of your universal yeah, life. There's a limit to what you can capture. So like, um, you can't capture the whole 30. You're going to maybe get 15. Okay. That's right? fine. But on an average, you're going to get more than what you might get at a bank. You know, I mean, definitely. You, uh, you will. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, right now it's so, like point zero. You're going to make 30 cents at Chase every month, yeah. you know, on your money. So... That makes sense. So basically, yeah. you're saying, do you recommend that everybody should have universal life insurance? Do you think it's so, a must-have? Okay. Index universal life. So they're, you know, not everyone can qualify. Okay, so, so what's the qualifications? Health. Health oh. is number one, because it's a, it's a life insurance policy, right? Ah. You're a healthy guy, you qualified, you know, so, right. or, you know, certain health issues, maybe age, not everyone. I mean, if you're older, your health is more at risk. Right. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, income. You have to be able to afford it. Yes. So that's another. What's the minimum to, to get into this? Sorry, you cut out a little. Oh, you froze. So what? I said, what's the what's the income you need to generate to kind of like at the least to kind of be a part of the discussion to even invest your money? Uh, it varies. I mean, if you're young, you can get something for fifty dollars a month. You know. If you're really young, because if you're older, your health is, you know, your mortality is, is different. So you're, or you're going to be more expensive. I should say your cost of insurance is more expensive yeah, as sure. every year goes by. So a lot of people, you know, I encourage when you have a newborn baby to get them because, and it's a lot of people can't wrap their brain around having life insurance on their child, but it's a savings plan. By the time they're 18, they could have you know, depending on how they fund the account, it could be $50,000. And this is the best thing about it is it's tax-free. It grows tax-free. Uh, tax shelter. Yeah. yeah. Tax shelter because it's under the tax code of a life insurance policy. So it's a 7702 IRS code. Got it. Yeah. So, 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 so basically everyone has, you, uh, you say everyone has whole life insurance, right? No. What do you mean by everyone? I'm talking you, about saying, you said when you get life insurance, the, the number one insurance that term. you use. Term. Term. I'm a sorry. lot of people have term. Everybody have term. But the thing with term, it only, on the back end of it, it's usually 
of people get paid out, right? You're saying? Well, a lot of people outlive it. They outlive their term, right? Okay, so then they don't even get no benefits of the money they was investing. And they've so already paid out all that money. They don't get right. back. Just like car insurance, you only use it, you only get it, or it's only beneficial when a, an accident happens, right? Right, right. Like what else? So, right. Right. So now, so then, but universal life insurance, you can potentially make money if you qualify, right? Well, you have to qualify for both. Okay. Even term. You got to qualify for life insurance in general. Yes. Got it. Yes. Okay. Yes. But so at what age should people think about universal life insurance? So it's, oh. so there's, there is universal, but it, this is an index universal life. I mean, any like age, really, if you can qualify. So it depends. I mean, even if, even if you're in your 50s, 60s, you can, it's just more expensive. Yeah, because yeah. The, the, the thing I want people to kind of take in and, and listen to is like, where should I put my money? If right. I have $5,000 right now, mm -hmm. stage, right? My always, always had this idea, uh, I do it every year, like I save $100 a week, right? right. It's 52 weeks in a year, so I end up with $5,200, right? right? Not a lot of money, but it's enough. Yes. Where, where should I put this money? Like, oh, I want to go mm -hmm. to the stock market. I want to go to crypto. But this is all coming from what I think, right. not what I know. Right. So I'm trying to understand from your perspective mm -hmm. to make more money. And I don't have to make it right now. I can make it 10 years from now. Right. But so, right. So yeah. in your case, so everyone's different, obviously. You want to diversify. That's like the key word. Everyone says you have yeah. to diversify. You have to fund maybe the short term. So I like to say you need a short term, midterm, and long term fund, right? Or okay. plan, right? So okay. short term is one to five years. Midterm would be, you know, after that, five to 10 years or five to seven years. And then um, 10 to 15 years is a long term plan, right? Wow. So that's a retirement plan, at least. Um, you have fund each one. You want to fund right. the first one first because the emergency plan is probably the most important. You need to be able to, you know, have that fund already in place. And then yeah. you have extra money to diversify into maybe five to seven is like a mutual fund. Right? Yeah. Okay. Five to seven is a mutual fund. Okay. It could be like a mutual fund. Your money is still accessible, but it's going to grow and it's not so risky as much as a, a a stock, right? So do you, a mutual fund is a group of stocks. Okay. So, um, uh, so you can have one stock might go down, one stock might go up. So then you get the average. So it's not as risky. Okay. Right? Mutual funds. Yes. Mutual funds. And then, and that's, that's great if you don't have a lot of money, you know, to invest yeah. because you can maybe put a hundred dollars a month into a mutual fund. Oh, hold on. Y'all hear that? Yeah. $100 a I mean, month you don't, for a mutual fund. Right. You don't even need, there's no minimum is what I'm saying. Ah, you know? so it's no minimum. Yeah. Certain companies do have minimum. So I should say right. that. Um, and then you have five to 10 or no, sorry, 10 to whatever in a long-term plan and that's retirement that might be the index universal life policy that might be a 401k or you know that type of fund you know yeah you can't access it right now so it's right. locked up got it so 
let's move into like so we we know that the mutual fund is more like that's what five to seven years you were saying mm-hmm. right. so that could be a goal of like let's say you want to buy a house you yeah. know in the next in near future but not right away right okay so mutual funds i will invest my money in that and then universal life insurance right is more long term correct yes got it so the next question a retirement plan is a retirement plan so you want you want a mutual you want some type of mutual fund if you can and you want a retirement plan or you can do also variable variable to index annuities there's there there's so many other options i, I should yeah. say like you know i just want to keep it simple for the people i don't want to overwhelm right. them. i just right. want to give stuff that they can like so now, let let's talk about 401ks because okay. a lot of people have invested in their 401k from their job corporation company mm -hmm. i remember working at Abercrombie and fitch and they were like uh back in my 401k 50 percent after right. a year working you get the benefits mm -hmm. um how do you maximize a 401k can okay. you maximize a 401k how does that work you can so it depends the company will match you right okay. Yeah. A lot of people don't, or a lot of companies don't, but let's just say they match you 3%. That's kind of like the general um, rule. So I would only do 3% because you're getting money on your return. So it's like a hundred percent match, right? So you put 3% in, they're matching you. So that's, that's great. Yeah. Um, the caveat would be it's a retirement fund. So you can't touch it till you're 59 and a half. Yeah. Okay. Like, or there's penalties. You can, but there's going to be penalties. And then it's also tax deferred, right? You haven't paid taxes. They're deferred. You might have saved some on taxes. But in the end, when you start withdrawing it, that's when it's taxed. Got it. Yeah. I've been there before. <laughs> so, Tax me, baby. <laughs> right. But it's the lump sum, right? So that's, it's like your nest egg. So you're going to get taxed on the nest. So yeah. You're probably going to save, let's just hypothetically say, 50,000 50, in taxes. But when the lump sum is there, let's just say it's like 500,000 now. You're yeah. now being taxed on it. So you're going to probably lose 300,000, depending on your tax bracket. Yeah. Jesus. Yes. So wow. Uncle Sam wants their money at the end, right? So hey, they're going to take their Uncle? money. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of people don't know. And you know what, honestly? I sit down with so many clients and they don't know how to 401k. And quite honestly, I didn't either back in the day, yeah. you know, so to, you know, get it explained that way, you know, wouldn't you rather just save on taxes and, and maybe put your money into something that's beneficial and it has a tax shelter. So right. we kind of so, show that. Yeah. So we, we got universal life insurance retirement. We got mutual funds for the short. Yeah. Uh, we have 401ks that people, most people are, can relate to or understand. Right. But can we talk about a Roth IRA and the benefits okay. of having a Roth IRA? I have a Roth Okay. Three years is to put 500 a month to go right. in. Because you only can, you only can, I think it's the max. 6,000. Like 6,000? Yeah, mm -hmm. you only can put 6,000 in a year. But okay. what's the benefits of a Roth over a 401k? Well, or not everyone can qualify for a Roth. Oh, that's qualifications for the Roth? No, not everyone can can qualify for a Roth. I thought anyone can have a Roth, no? No. If you make too much money, you uh, can't have a Roth. So there there are rules to a Roth. 
Um, a rock's great if you can get it, you know. You maximize it, it's 6000 a month. There is that income. What, a year? You mean 6000 a year? No, it's 6000 a year, or you can right. do 500 a month, right? Right, right, um, right. I would, I would say do 500 a month. Right, um, yeah. Because then you, the benefit of dollar cost averaging, that's what it's called if you do it that way, because then let's just say, because the Roth is in the market, right? Yes. So if you do $6,000 in one month, or let, let's say in one payment, the next day the market crashes. Oh, yeah, you told me that. You actually told me that. Yes. So I it's better to like, fund it monthly. Yeah. Yes. I was like, what if I can want to put up 5000 He's like, oh, no, 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 you don't want to do that, because yeah. it goes exactly. tomorrow. Right. See, I didn't know that. I'm thinking, like, well, I got all this money. And it's yeah. interesting because I tell people, the reason I, I wanted people to do the challenge, because I know if you can save $250 in 10 weeks, mm -hmm. you can put $25 to $50 a month in a Roth RA. Because I started saving $50 a month when I wasn't barely making any money. Right. But I was building my habits of being consistent right. with the Roth IRA. Right. And you and hit it right there. You hit it on the head. It's habits. It's habits. habits. Like you yeah. have to get into those habits of saving and investing and then just, you know, learning. You have to be yeah. open to learning yeah. the ways of like want. If you want to make money or money on your money, you have to learn and you have to read books. You have to go to classes or, you know, just and you got to be patient. What? You have to be patient too, I've learned. Oh yeah, you have to be patient. There's no, you know, I mean, yes, if you gamble, that's a different situation. You can yeah. make money, but it's a gamble, right? It's high yeah. risk. And if you can afford to gamble, that's like crypto, stocks, uh, oh. NFTs, all this other stuff that's going on, which, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just saying there are gambles. Gambles, right. Yeah. And you got to know what you're gambling on. Exactly. So, you know, Roth RA. So uh, Roth, I will say, is tax-free. So that's a, a major great thing about it. It is going to be tax-free when you withdraw from it. It's different than a traditional IRA. So, right? So, so Roth, people, you hear that? Look up a Roth IRA. Yeah. Uh, Google it. Do some research. Yes. Um, so, we, you know, we talked about, like, universal life insurance, mutual funds, 401ks, Roth IRA. Yeah. Let's get into the discussion of the wealthy. Okay. Where do the wealthy put their money? Wealthy, <laughs> How yes. are they making money? Like, what? what... Okay, so it depends. It, it depends on the individual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I will say, we have the, like, let's just say the Rockefellers of the world and the yeah. Warren Buffetts of the world. They do believe in life insurance because it is a tool to pass on generational wealth. Okay, I like that. Right? Yeah. So they have used that, and that that is what we educate people on, and and that is one of the the ways the wealthy do it. You know, obviously there are so many other ways, but that's a major part of it. And what's the average age that people start opening up uh, life insurance policies from that world? I would say the wealthy. If you have a wealthy dad and mom who's maybe in their sixties. Their son is what seventeen. Maybe they get them invested at nineteen. When, when does that really start for them? Or, when, or is it when they're kids? How do they set their family up? Um. Yeah, it can be when they're newborn. Wow. Newborn. Yeah, I have encouraged a lot of my clients to just hey start a newborn. And quite honestly, I have kids. 
you know? Yeah. And I had wished, I had known back then, they, they have their own policies, but I wish I started them sooner, yeah. you know? Because then they have this account growing when, and they have access to tax-free money. Like they could have, you know, had all this money by the time they're 18 or to even pay for their own college or whatever it is. Yeah, because I have clients who been saving. I have a client, his, his dad's been saving money since he was a baby. Mm-hmm. And now he's 18, he's. You know, like the right. kid's tuition is already paid for because over this span of 18 years, yeah, he's been investing in his fund for his child. Right. And I think that's the importance of having a Roth IRA, a savings account, an investment account. Yeah, you want to put the money, but it builds like the mentality, right? To mm-hmm. discipline over right. time. Right. And then when you build that discipline, you're able to kind of have more discipline within yourself with your money. say $50 a month. It's not a lot of money. But if I do it for five years, you do the math. Now right. I know, oh, I've did this for five years. Now I know I can do a thousand a month. Right. Exactly. My, my income increases because I'm building the habits. And that's what I want to teach people is building healthy habits around financial literacy, around uh, their relationship with money. Because, you know, growing up in the inner city of Baltimore, we want everything quick, 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 quick. Because, mm-hmm. you know, scarcity mindset. Um, you grew up around in poverty. You don't really understand it. You don't know it. It doesn't right. make sense. So, you know, when people don't have information, they just do what they think or what they're told, you know, right. and sometimes the parents don't have the information. And that's why it's people like you who help me understand, like, I think like two years or a year before I wanted to go invest in, in some property back home in Baltimore, all the books you gave me helped me not only improve my credit score, but also understand how money works and what I need to do to kind of benefit myself on paper oh, I'm glad. Yeah. and in the market. And so it's like, the, it's the little things that I want people to understand take from this. It's like, listen, there's several accounts you can invest in, you know, but we must, we must start early. Mm-hmm. And I really want to bring the collective together because we live in this world. It's all about the individual. Oh, I got all these followers. I got all this fame. I got all this money. I have all this success, but then the whole is suffering. Right. But if we can just say, for instance, you and I say, you know, Annalisa, you know, I know you're in a business with this. Say you want to build our own bank, right? Mm-hmm. A digital bank. Just say. And right. say your company wants to back it, but they're solid partners. Right. I want people to come together and say, listen, I don't have 5000 to invest, but I have 500 Okay, cool. The mm-hmm. pot might be $10,000. we will take your $500. we will take your $1,500. But together, some way, somehow, based on percentages, we can make money. I think it's important for people to get life insurance, like you said. Mm-hmm. I think um, if your company or if you know of any courses, books, um, information from a, that people can go u- utilize right mm-hmm. now, yeah. I would love for you to mention that and really, right. really explain to people what financial literacy is because it's such a general uh name and topic that we don't really understand to be honest right so Uh, yeah there's so much information out there you have to just be open to learning um one thing i can it's an easy read it's called how money works okay super easy that's a great book um also i think i think i think i gave that to you and then also um 
what's another one it's called let me look it up sorry i just had a like a um, works. Okay. uh it's called retirement planning of course i'm like i had it on the tip of my tongue and now i have to look for it um it's by patrick kelly okay uh it's called retirement planning here let me no i can't touch my um it's fine. Retirement planning. It's it, it. That's in the title. Retirement planning by Patrick Kelly. Money works. That's right. an easy read. It talks about a lot of concepts. A lot of people need to, you know, really focus on um, compound interest. You know, you, just certain terms that people need to learn. And what is compound interest? Because I think it's very important that people know what compound interest is. It's really okay. simple to break it down, but I want to hear from you. Okay, so compound interest is basically, okay, I don't want to mess this up because it's a formula, right? It's a formula. It's by Albert Einstein. Basically, you take the amount of, you know, your investment or whatever money you have um, for it, basically the interest rate mm -hmm. for it to double. So it, it calculates oh. that, right? Okay. So... We have to, um, let me, hold on one second. I don't want to mess it up. No, it's fine. So hold on one second. Because um, I don't want to give, I don't oh. want the, uh, the wrong example. So basically, so with your, so like, for example, if you deposit $1,000 in an account, Yes. 1% annual interest, it's going to only earn $10, right? Okay. Yeah. So that's a simple example, right? For right. math purposes. So that's what compound interest. So do you understand? Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's the thing. Like, so with my savings challenge, with the 10 weeks, $25 a week, the goal was $250. And then my next step was like, okay, cool. Now for the next, uh, 10 months right just say you're gonna pay 10 percent interest on the money you have now right right exactly. actually by teaching people how to build their own bank account right right so now 10 percent of uh 250 is what 25 dollars right so now now you're gonna put for the next year you're gonna put 25 dollars in that bucket mm -hmm. right so then now that money's gonna add up but all these little nuances and things I'm giving people is really mm -hmm. psychological switch right. and shifts, shifting their paradigm, how they think about money. Right. So now they know like, oh, wow, it's so simple. I mean, $25. I mean, oh. I spend it at the grocery store like. Like this. Your credit cards have interest, right? Yeah. So most of them are like in the 20s percent. So all that interest is being charged on you why not put your putting your money into an account that you collect the interest instead of you yes. paying out the interest yes right it, so yeah that's that's where you know compound interest comes into play making your money work for you that's that's exactly what it means yeah and just earning money more earning you know interest on your money yeah just building that money confidence i think people need to have more confidence with their relationship with money, because here's the thing, right. you know, I have, I have clients that are, that are seven figures or more. Right. And I've, I'm asking them questions and 
they are also looking at their account just like someone who makes less. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I just spent two thousand. I spent fifteen hundred. Oh, I spent five thousand. I spent. Damn, I just spent forty thousand. Mm -hmm. But someone on the lower tip might have just. Spent they still have the same emotions, right? Mm -hmm. Or a client loses a lot of money in the stock market. It throws off their nervous system. Right. So, money all has effect on us all based on our relationship with it. But I know one thing from a general space, we're all affected when money is leaving our bank account when we like what happened. So I just want to get people the benefit of the doubt and say, listen, look at these accounts, you know, follow Annalisa, get information from her and allow her to give you insights on where you can put your money. You know, we mm -hmm. talk about universal life insurance, mutual funds, Roth IRA, mm -hmm. understanding a 401k, right. uh, tax shelters, right? Uh, yeah. What, what study the rich, read the books, how money works. Um, right. retire, retirement. Think and Grow Rich is a great book. Think and Grow Rich, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all these things is Listen, don't get caught up in, you know, saving a bunch of money. Just just start really small. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're, when, you're, when you're dating someone, you just don't want someone to get married the first date. Right. You know, I want to take you as like, you want to you slowly build. Okay, let's right. go get it tea let's go get coffee or maybe right. we go get lunch then after lunch we spend a few time oh then we can go to dinner right but break it down make it easy because big steps you know i always say baby steps right equals big walks yeah you know that's and true. i think it's important yes i mean hey it doesn't hurt what i really recommend is to sit down with a financial professional and it yeah. doesn't cost money Right. It, they don't. A lot of people don't charge. I don't charge. My company doesn't charge. We will sit back with you or sit down with you and do, do a free consultation, financial consultation, and just kind of go over things with you. You know, and it never hurts to have a second opinion on anything. Like even if you have an advisor, why yeah. not just sit down with someone for a second opinion? You know, second, yeah. third, you know, fourth opinion doesn't matter and take all that information and then educate yourself and you have a better, you know, mindset and you have better information so you can decide. You know. Yeah. And you have a alliance of people who's helping you with your money. Right. So Read books, like you said, yeah. all that. If, so how do we get invested or at least get some information about how can people reach out to you? Is there a website? Is it via DM? Yes. Like where should people go and well, look for Okay, on my Instagram, I have a link tree. So it goes to yeah. all my websites. So that would be great. So it's my Instagram. Um, what is it? Annalisa.moncall. That's it. Yeah. Um, and then reach out to me, DM, and then we can set something up on my um, on my link tree. It, 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 it's like different brackets of like how to learn financial literacy or you know, schedule a 15 minute Zoom call. You know, it's like super easy um, just to ask me questions. And if yeah. I don't know them, if I don't know that a whole, whole slew of people I go to, you know, with taxes, like taxes, I'm not a tax expert, you know, I'm not a right. CPA, but I have CPAs on my team. So we go to the CPA and ask those questions. Estate, estate planning is a big thing, you know, a lot of celebrities out there, you know, you think they have their stuff together, but yeah. they don't. You know, Prince died. And what is estate planning? What is that actually? What is that? Estate so trust, trust wills. Estate is intact when 
you pass, yeah. you know, um, your homes, whatever. So for instance, Prince passed away without an estate plan, without a will, without anything. So I, I don't remember the exact figures, but it was close to like 500 million. Right? Damn. Yeah. What? Went to probate. And the key, and, you know, the sticky thing is, was he doesn't have an heir. He didn't have an heir, you know? So he didn't have, a, he didn't have any kids. He didn't have an oh. heir for that money to go to. He didn't have estate planning done, which entertainers, a lot of people don't, you know? So that's one thing you need to do. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the number one thing to do. Like, and what's the best account someone can have to like protect their money? Well, okay, so obviously it's it depends, but it depends on their estate, right? Okay. So yeah. definitely a trust and a will is the trust. basic. So, you so those two that. different things, a trust and a will. Totally different things. Okay. Yeah. A will is just, you know, very simple. Trust is, let's say you have property, multiple properties, you know, uh -huh. you need a trust. Within that can come in with life insurance also. You know, like there's so many different hybrids of ways to do it to avoid, to also avoid estate taxes. Hey, hey, so, yeah. taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So it's yeah, so people so look many it up. Things. Yeah. yeah, so, so reach information to better your situation. Before we leave, it's Financial Friday, and yes. Lisa, so it give is. us a fun fact. Or fun tip for financial advice because it's Financial Friday. Leave people with to think okay. about the benefit of them. Say it again. You cut out. What'd you say? I said it's Financial Friday, so I would love a financial fact or tip to help tip. people that they can utilize for this week. Okay, so my right now with with everything going on is you need to outpace inflation and learn how to do that. That's one thing for sure, because you're losing money if you don't, right? Outpace inflation. What does that mean? Something that is, what is inflation right now? It's probably 6.5%, almost 7%. It's going to yeah. go up. So it's, it's great if you can educate yourself, sit down with someone, a financial professional, and learn what to do, you know, you know just educate yourself. Is, is the main thing. Educate yourself. Financial literacy is a huge thing that people have not done. And yes. you, you'd be surprised, even if they have money. Yeah, you, a lot of the stuff. you make all this money, and you're like, yo, where did my money go? Because I right. can't manage it, or where do I put it, right? right. And I think exactly. there's people that can make it, but they don't know how to manage it or invest it. So mm -hmm. that's why we need the analysts of the world and financial advisors and professionals to help us grow. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Hey. So, Annalisa, I just want to say thank you for your time and your thank insights. You. This was amazing. And uh, we appreciate you. Everyone follow her. Get yeah. some financial advice. DM her. Go to her link tree. Tap the link tree. Look at her websites and become financial savvy like she right. is and get more insight and education to change your relationship with money. Exactly. This is good. This is your great. mindset, right? Yeah. Thank, so, thank you. you. Have so a much good for day. Me. Good weekend. Yes, no problem. You're welcome. And uh, this was great. Thank okay. you. Okay. Awesome. Peace and love. Take okay. care. Okay. All right. Bye. See you later. Deep breath. Deep breath. That was good. You know what I'm saying?
hopefully you took something from there. And uh, yeah, people, let's really get in tune with our money. And we all have money struggles. I've had them in the past, and mismanaging, overspending, not understanding. And I've read multiple books. So um, Total Money Master the Game by Tom. Money is really good as well. Thank you, Grow Rich, like she said. But let's normalize the conversation around our financial well-being because uh, it's important. It affects our mental health, our emotional health, our spiritual health, and our physical health. So get uncomfortable to get comfortable in the money sector. And I just want you guys to do better, and you will when you get the information. Have a good one. Another Bigger Talks IG Live edition. Subscribe to the podcast. Give me some feedback. Uh, if you liked it, comment. But let's get our money our money up and let's learn money round. Peace, love.